Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. We're going to talk about the top five ways to stay out of court. Why do you care about staying out of court? Well, most of you who join our podcast are either business owners or HR professionals or employment lawyers or equal employment opportunity professionals, and you know that court is no fun. When I was litigating, people would always ask me, am I going to win? And I would say, no, you already lost. Because here's the bottom line. We might win the trial or win the motion or win the hearing. But the truth is, once you're involved in litigation, you you can't really win. It's going to take too much energy and too much money and too many resources. And it just isn't a place where you want to be. So I wanted to focus today on the top five ways that you can try to stay out of court. So the number one thing I want to talk to you about is compliance, all right? You know there are a ton of rules and regulations out there. I don't care if you do business in California where we have a lot of rules and regulations or someplace like Texas where they have very few in terms of workplace regulations. There are some things you got to do and you got to do them correctly. And if you don't have your handle on compliance and that's in your scope of duties, you're just waiting for a problem. All right. So you really need to know in your organization, what are you responsible for doing? What laws and rules and regulations and requirements need to be complied with? And how are you going to do that? I know compliance doesn't feel very um, sexy. It doesn't feel very fun in many ways. But I'll tell you what, nothing feels better when we're dealing with our clients who go through wage and hour audits, for example, and we give them a report and we tell them, okay, here are the 70 things we looked at. Here are the five high priority items for you. Here are the five medium priority items for you. Here are the five things that we don't think you need to worry about. You could literally see the relief on their face. So compliance is so important. And again, as we talked about a few weeks ago, you need to have a strategic plan in place when you're talking about compliance. Who's your outside counsel? Who's your inside counsel? What do they know? What do they not know? Do you get along with them? How do you communicate with them? How do you keep up on new laws? What if you're a multi-state employer? How do you know what happened in Tennessee last week? You got to figure all this out, right? So compliance is the first thing. The second way to stay out of court is to hire the right people. And one of the things that we hear a lot is, Jen, I have 15 openings and I just need someone who's breathing. I get that. I've been there before. But you know what? I regret it every single time. You've got to spend the resources and the energy to get the right people into your organization. Don't ever take a shortcut in terms of who you're considering or how you're recruiting them or who you want them to interview with. Don't ever be in such a hurry that you think, look, it doesn't matter. They're breathing. That's all that I care about right now. No, it's not what you want to be doing. All right. So you've got to make sure that you hire people who are qualified, who know what they're doing who want to work with you, 
Okay. You don't want to have a reluctant employee. So if you're interviewing a candidate and you say, okay, well, you know, I'm really happy to have you here. And why do you want to work at Shaw Law Group? And they say, I don't know. I need a job. Forget it. Right. Even in a tight job market, you want someone to have the good judgment to tell you, hey, I want to work here because I'm impressed with what the company does, or I like the product you make, or I'm always buying the product, whatever it may be. All right. So when you think about this idea of how do I get the right people in, you want people who believe in what you believe in, right? If you have a strong culture of family and work-life balance, you don't want to hire somebody who wants everyone to work 24-7, 365. It's just not going to fly. It's not going to work. So you've got to hire the right people to do the right things. The third thing I want you to think about is documentation, all right? How do you get your job done? Whether you're in HR, legal, whatever you do, what is the record you have of your actions? How do you know what you've told people? How do you know what a manager told you when you called to say, hey, I got your note that you want to terminate, Jen. Why? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about this idea of performance and why you feel like she's not measuring up, right? You, you want to make sure that you can document decisions that were made down the road. Last week, you might remember we talked about layoffs and how to communicate about layoffs and what to do to allay layoff fears, okay? And one of the things you want to do is make sure you know what you told people, right? You want to document, hey, Matilda came into my office. She asked me about layoffs. This is what I told her. This is what she told me. You want to go step-by-step step through that process. That documentation, particularly contemporaneous documentation, documentation that you create during the actual moments that are going on, right? Or right after the meeting you just had, that's contemporaneous documentation. can be very helpful when you get a demand letter or an employee makes an internal complaint and you've got some documentation that can show there's no merit to the demand letter or no merit to the complaint, that's when that documentation is so incredibly valuable, right? So you want to make sure that you are really thinking about how you are going to document your processes, your decision-making, everything you're doing in your job, okay? And that is a very important aspect. And you can see it's related to compliance, which was our first item, right? It's related to hiring the best people and the right people, our second item. But it's also a little bit of a separate category, right? Because when you look at documentation, there are just basic concepts you've got to know, right? You document not only what you're saying to the person, but what they're saying back to you. You document decisions you've made. You write down the real legitimate reasons why you did what you did. Those pieces of documentation are really priceless. And they're something that every employment litigator would die to have. Oh, you have a file of documentation that I can use as part of uh, dealing with this employee situation or as part of, of looking at how to restructure this organization, that would be great to have, okay? 
The fourth thing you need to do to stay out of court is respond promptly to internal complaints. Now, there's no recipe that says you have to respond within two minutes or three minutes or four days or three weeks, but you've got to respond as quickly as possible. And really, if more than 72 hours or so goes by after you receive a complaint and you're not doing anything about it, we have a problem. That's too long. Now, it may take you quite a while to resolve the situation, right? You might have people who don't want to participate in the interview. They don't want to give you information. You have to go back and forth to try to get what you need. But the bottom line is when you're thinking about how to deal with situations in the workplace, you've got to respond to concerns that are raised right away. You may find out that they don't have any merit. They're unsubstantiated. So in other words, it's more likely than not that what the employee said occurred didn't really occur. But you can't do that if you wait too long to investigate and people's memories fade and you don't have a process where you know if you should keep your notes or not, where you understand how you should respond if somebody brings an issue again, right? So making sure you respond to complaints promptly is a very important part of keeping yourself out of court. If you can show, hey, he raised this issue with me. This is what I did. I talked to this person and this person. I went back to the employee and I told him X. So I don't really know why he wants to um, sue us at this point. Like why, why would we want to take us to court after we've done everything we needed to do? Now, the fifth way to stay out of court might be one that is tough, okay? But what you need to be able to do if you're an effective HR leader, you're a good employment law counsel, you've got to be able to take a position that other people don't like. You've got to be able to say, hey, manager, I know you don't want to do this, but this is the rule about background checks and we can't do it the way you want to do it. Hey, leader, I know that you're upset about what so-and-so said about uh, your secretary, but your secretary has not been behaving appropriately. And you and I have talked about that. And now we have a complaint and we're going to have to do something about that. So when you look at the idea of making hard decisions, doing things that are not easy, that is at the root of staying out of court. It might mean you lay off people you didn't want to lay off, but you do it in the right way. It might mean you have to give performance feedback that you were hoping you would never have to give, but you do it in the right way. So when we look at staying out of court, the bottom line is for several hundred dollars, Anybody can go file a lawsuit, get you served, and then it's going to be up to them to prove the validity or the legitimacy of their complaints. And in the meantime, you're paying a lawyer for your defense and you're trying to figure out what you should be doing. So there's no question that people can bring claims if they want to, and they can make our lives difficult. And it's hard for us to get our fees back in California. So even though you might think, well, I had to defend this lawsuit and it cost me $100,000, I'll just make a fee application and I'll get my fees back. It doesn't always work that way. It's very difficult to prevail on an attorney fees motion. So the bottom line is you may end up in court even though you do all of these things, right? Even though you focus on compliance, you know, even though you hire the right people, 
even though um, you make tough decisions, right? Even though you think strategically about documentation. All of the things that we've looked at here today are important and they may help you stay out of court. But here's the bottom line. If you end up in court, you are going to be so much better prepared because of doing the things that we've talked about here today. So yes, we want you to not be in a lawsuit. We want you to not be sued. But the truth of the matter is, if you are and you have followed these five ways to stay out of court, right, five things you should do to help you avoid having to go to the courthouse, you are going to be miles ahead in the litigation. So I think sometimes we like to just act like litigation won't happen. And we want to sort of close our eyes and plug our ears and just say, you know, la, 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 it's not going to happen. But that's just not how it works. You could have a disgruntled employee who you don't even know is disgruntled. You could have an upset employee who's gone to a supervisor and complained, but that supervisor got fired the next day and he never told anyone about the complaint. And now the employee's like, hey, management didn't really do anything. Well, in a way they're right. The management they told didn't do anything. So this stuff happens, folks, and there's nothing you can do to absolutely prevent it. But if you follow the things we've talked about here today in good faith, with commitment, right? You, you really go to the line on all of these issues. They will help you avoid liability immensely. And they put you in a position where if there is a claim, as I said, you're ready. You've already done your work. You, you've got your investigator's report if you needed to do one. You, you've got your audit report so you know you're in compliance. You train your employees to make sure they know how to communicate with each other and they're doing the right thing. All of these issues come down to helping you stay out of court. But you got to be strategic about it. So as we talked about a few weeks ago, strategy is important. If you just sort of say, well, I'm going to let things happen the way they may. I might get sued. I might not. I'm just not going to worry about it. That's one way to go. But if you do end up facing a lawsuit, it's going to be harder for you to defend it if you haven't thought about all of these issues along the way. So take some time to look at your compliance program. Look at your recruiting program. Look at how you document. Look at your internal complaint process. Really evaluate those tough decisions that you might need to make and how you can make them in a timely manner in the nicest, most gracious way possible. Think about all of those things and then do what you need to do for your business. Do what you do to get the work done, right? But think about it from the perspective of keeping yourself out of court. I hope our discussion today has been helpful. Obviously, we're always looking for your feedback. So if you have ideas for the podcast or suggestions for improvement, please let us know. I'm so happy you've all joined us today. Keep up the good work and we'll see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media and or rate and review it. Of course, you can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and email us at info at Workplace Wake Up, including its guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction. 